This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I am Dylan Hafer And I am Barry Rosenfeld Hello Hello. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom to all who celebrate. Well, it's, not, it's not, not literally, but we have to do that on our podcast Friday. Ramona's not invited, though, to any future Shabbat events we'll be hosting. I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what a time. What a time to be alive. Um, some updates since last time we recorded BravoCon not happening in 2021 unfortunately i agree with the decision yeah i th- i mean it's just the kind of thing where like bravo con you want it to be like everything you want it to be yeah and the fact that there would be like a question you know like are you doing like these photo ops with masks on like are you trying to social distance like there's so much going on you're inside the whole weekend yeah i think it's just sad because it was something we were like looking forward to because we thought we were like over the hump of the world right now and like we're not (laughs) i know i just i just want to be over the hump I know. Oh my god. And then gosh. it sounds like Jen Shaw's trial is getting pushed back a few months as well. It was supposed to start right after BravoCon and now it's likely going to be early 2022. So They're like basing it off of BravoCon. <laughs> no, there's like some there's some sort of like courtroom traffic jam where like yeah, I guess they're not sense. at like full capacity and so they're like yeah, we don't have like the facilities for this right now. I'm I wonder if Jen is like happy that it's getting pushed back or if she's like just get it over with like if i have to go away for two years i want it to start now yeah i mean personally it it hasn't happened to me but if i had the choice i think i would want it to happen you're like we're facing a prison sentence i do think like i was listening to somebody with a little more legal expertise talk about it and they were saying that there's just like a lot of evidence to go through so her her legal team might feel like they need more time but um yeah i mean it's not looking great for jen regardless but maybe you know maybe if it takes another six months for her trial to start she'll be able to film a third season before that again personally the last thing i'd want to do but like i could see them doing like um an expedited filming (laughs) process for season three if they feel like they're going to be able to maybe like milk more out of the gen stuff but i'm so curious because we are there have been lots of rumors the last week or two about that this salt lake city trailer is going to drop 
any moment and it hasn't yet so i mean uh, with our luck it'll drop it was, in five Dylan, seconds from I was now just gonna say that with our track record it's about to drop and we I'm like, let will me just finish let recording. Me just refresh my instagram right now <laughs> just in case well, because it happened last week i know we literally anytime we just hit stop recording something happens but last week when we were going over the new erica episode of beverly hills <laughs> That's when that whole thing when Lisa Rinna posted that she was in a got in a fight with production. And it was like it happens after we give our opinion on what happens during the episode and then more news comes out. So, yeah, I mean, whether they release the trailer today or next week, Salt Lake City is coming soon. And I'm very excited to see what's happening. We also Vanderpump Rules. uh, They shared some photos from filming their new season promo looks. So that has to be coming down the pipeline you know, yeah. any any second now. So old Vanderpump Rules seasons was on yesterday. So it was just what, getting back into that. And then today they must be going through like an, I yeah. don't know what Bravo's doing, but uh, old school <laughs> Beverly Hills is on today. And it's Ooh. just like, if you I, have nothing to do today, which most of us have work, but if you don't just dabble in the Bravo. Like, I'll find time for both. Um, <laughs> yeah, slightly off topic. I started watching Love and Hip Hop Atlanta from the beginning, yeah. and it is like it feels like you're in a on a different planet than like Real Housewives. It's so interesting because it's like in theory not that different, but it feels but, so. But the drama is a little different. It's more like it almost feels more like you're watching a soap opera that is technically a reality show but like the way they yes. filmed the scenes is like very it feels very like staged okay speaking of this as <laughs> all listeners know that i am a stan of real houses in miami of course so i watched that new documentary cocaine cowboys on netflix this oh, weekend. i heard alexia's in it's it so good because i'm just like into that genre yes. i should say not not <laughs> like, I'm I really find into me cocaine. A cocaine cowboy. <laughs> so all of a sudden I hear this voice and I like look up and I'm like, oh my God, that's Alexia. And like, and you really get more of a background of like her family because you know about like her husband, her ex-husband and her kids like from the show, but not into detail as much. And so she's in it. And also Roy Black, who is Leah Black's husband, is a huge attorney down yeah, there. And he was the attorney for like the people in the doc. So I've it's been really seeing cool. like some some little like tweets about that and stuff, but I haven't watched it. So I'm glad you should. You, it's really I'm good. glad you found it interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's talk about Roni. Um, we, <laughs> we've we've dawdled enough. Um, okay. So this episode, uh, we start off with some little you know moments around the city, checking in with each of the women. Um, Ramona is practicing for her to get her real estate license and we see her doing sort of a pretend showing and um, you know, it goes, I would say about as you would expect Ramona seems, she does seem knowledgeable about the apartment she's showing, but she also seems insufferable while showing it. She also seems to like hit whoever's in front of her. I was like, it's weird. Oh oh my God. (laughs) She has this, like, reflex of just, like, slapping someone for, like, I I, I don't know if it's supposed to be funny or if she just I think it was supposed to be funny, but she wasn't, she was being serious, it seemed. Like, she was, like, mad. She was almost like in in elementary school, you're giving a presentation and, like, your teacher is, like, class, quiet down. And you're, like, I'm talking. Like, I'm giving my presentation. Like, that's what it felt like. 
I just, yeah, it's like, I get that Ramona wants to be perfect or whatever, but it's like, if you're doing this practice showing to get better, like your mentor giving you a few notes isn't, is what's supposed to happen. I mean, listen, she does seem like she knows she is practicing. She knows what she's doing, but she just takes everything to like the next level where it's like not fun anymore. Like she's and the other thing that annoys me that she does on that ongoing list I have is she gets in the person's face like she was like, oh, I'm doing it. And like she was like nose to nose to Michael Lorber. Yeah. I was like, back up, babe. Yeah, you're doing great. You're doing. Yeah, great. I don't know. I, I still wouldn't want Ramona to show me an apartment, but. I'm really not in her price range anyway, so <laughs> guess I don't have to worry about that. Um, okay, let's yes. talk about Sonia's date with the man whom she has already deemed husband material. And after seeing this date, I just have to say, <laughs> if Sonia married this man, it would make me sad. Okay. okay, well, my thought is, first of all, I thought the date was very cute. It was a day date. They went to lunch, like... They were alone in the entire place. So I was like, oh, Lord, that makes it a little more awkward. But well, remember there this is in like November, December. Indoor dining in New York City was not allowed at that point. So the only reason (laughs) they're even at a restaurant is because it's like a film set. Right. But like it seemed okay. I get what you're saying. Yes, he's not who she's been like dating in the past and whatever. But I'm like, wait, he like kind of brought her down to earth a little bit. And it seemed like they were having a very cute, real like conversation. And I was like, I could see this for Sonia. Like, I could. But at the same time, maybe not. (laughs) It's just hard because I think Sonia, on one hand, she wants somebody that's going to provide, you know, like stability and a lifestyle and all of that stuff, which is great i don't think there's anything wrong with that but on the other hand like i do think she's the kind of person who wants some something to be excited about and somebody who's gonna like really enrich her life and i feel like unfortunately some of these men that she meets that maybe check that first box aren't actually that interesting or that exciting and when she's sitting there like listening to him talk about his four back surgeries and how like a when the disc herniates, it's like the jelly coming out of the donut. It's like, <sighs> is this really all there is? Okay, but at the same time, and he doesn't she's, even have the house she, in France anymore. He sold it. She's giving it a chance. She even said she's gonna just, she's gonna just like. Do, that's what I tell myself every week too. I'm just, I'm like gonna sit there and just swipe till my finger like. Hurts. You're like, I gotta find one. Like, it, <laughs> I will see. I I have my doubts about whether we'll ever see this man again. But he he did seem nice. Like it wasn't a, it was a little uh, it was a little awkward, but it wasn't like a bad date necessarily. We've seen worse. Certainly, <laughs> certainly we've seen worse. Um, then we have Ebony meeting with the forensic geneticist who is going to try to locate her father using her DNA profile. Ebony didn't know this was a thing. I didn't know this was a thing. It sounds cool if it works. Yeah, I just feel I'm glad that she's doing different things, but it's like almost it's that exact thing. You won't know unless you try. So it's like I don't want her to be let down, but so I'm hopeful. But, you know, it's exciting to try new things. I've I wonder how much something like this costs. I know it was making me a little nervous for Ebony when this woman was like, yeah, like with any luck, like we'll have results in a week. Like you can have family by Christmas. And I'm like, 
is that like really how is that really you likely? can have like, family by christmas it's like the worst thing ever i mean she, ebony specifically brought that up but like it just was kind of like i feel like that's like a best case scenario timeline and i i hope for ebony's sake that she gets what she wants out of this because i think yeah we've seen people i mean anytime somebody's going through like a family journey it's just hard when you don't know what you're gonna find on the other end and we've seen other bravo celebrities go through similar things and i'm i just like i don't want anyone to get hurt i know exactly and she already was sad about ashley not being her you know blood relative so she's she's already like had her like setbacks I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Let's all take a deep breath because we are entering Shabbat at Archie's house. (laughs) First of all, before we get into the like disaster, I just want to say that Leah's um, moment when she said the prayer for the candles was like truly beautiful that I even like re- I like DM'd her and told her that it was like Aww. even like as a Jew like watching it like she did a really good job first of all and second of all like you can tell like it was very meaningful for her and like it, it, I don't know it just like felt very a beautiful scene to watch and then it all went fucking downhill also she was that. like 
she was like genuinely really sad that she couldn't be there yeah. because of COVID. And I didn't know. I forgot she had like, I don't re- remember her having it. Like when she didn't, she didn't have it. Um, she was exposed. Oh. And so she oh, had I to quarantine she- in case okay. until she like tested negative and everything. That makes sense. Okay. But it was just like, even for the second on the bus, when Ramona was complaining about how Leah was going to be on zoom and you know, that she's, you know, with this amount of time, we could just go to dinner in the Hamptons. And it's like, that's not what we're doing right now. Like we're doing something specific that Ebony planned for you guys. And it's not dinner in the Hamptons because that's not the only thing that has value. So there, like we were talking about this, there really were no words. Like every time I see her do something, okay, whatever. It makes for good television. But like last night was like more than disrespectful and just like an actual loss for words that like, I I don't even know what to like. I don't, I don't know what to say to explain it. Like she, it's the perfect example of her. If it's not about her or if it doesn't have to do with her, and she failed miserably at trying to make it about her, then she needs to like leave and walk out. And that's what happened last night. And it's just like, you were in someone else's home who you never even met before, first of all. And you were there for like a really special night. And it was just like, just sit there and just be quiet one once. Yeah. I feel like, so this season we've had a few different events or dinners or what, whatever where Ramona has kind of done a similar thing you know like Mm -hmm. in Salem when they were at the restaurant turned tattoo parlor (laughs) um you know it happened in the Hamptons but it's when it's only around the group that's one thing you know Mm -hmm. like Ebony clearly has had her issues and had to deal with a lot of bullshit from Ramona this season but Ebony at the very least has signed up to be on the show. She is clearly willing to put in effort to try and work with Ramona. Mm-hmm. But for Ramona to basically then do that same like problematic bullshit at a dinner where you're with strangers and like Ebony's friends. And it's obviously, you know, it, there was what's her name? Who was hosting Archie Archie. Yes. who Sonia thought was going to be a boy wearing sequins. Uh, (laughs) But it's like, so Archie's there and Archie was really like trying to kind of talk to Ramona. But then you have the other people at the dinner, Ebony's black friends who basically didn't say a word. And I don't blame them because I would have been mortified if I was sitting there at that Mm -hmm. table. I can't imagine watching Ramona across the table talk about how she was discriminated against because she wasn't Jewish. It, It just was so... It was so tone deaf. And like that word, yes. I feel like gets overused. But in at watching that dinner, it truly was like, shut up. Like, why? Yeah. Are you, like, if you don't agree with what's being said, why can't you use like a social cue and just not say anything? It's so strange to me because like we've all been in awkward situations or situations that we didn't love. And it's like, I feel like the natural human response is to just like, shut up and wait for it to be over. Well, yes. And also there's a time and a place like to either defend yourself or to speak your mind or whatever. And that just wasn't it. But it also started with her 
uh, being rude to Archie about her, like her tablescape. And she's like, and she said the word unusual. She goes, this is unusual. And even Archie was like, wait, what? And cause she didn't know Ramona's personality at that right. point. So she was like, wait, then she was like, the napkins are like blankets. And Archie Place was like, mats, well, yeah. well, I made those. And like, it was just like, shut the fuck up. Oh my God. And so, you know, also, I I compare her sometimes to Sonia because Sonia's a very, very, very good mingler. And mm-hmm. so she went up to Ebony's friends and that's when she said the joke about Archie and she was talking, she called herself a shiksa, which is like Yiddish, yeah. someone who's not Jewish. And so she knows how to play the game and like she's very lovable. And Ramona, I feel like just tries to do that and just like doesn't land the plane anytime. Sonia is so much better like when Sonia doesn't know a lot about something, she's so much better at seeming curious in a positive way. Whereas Ramona seems like she just is like, I don't know about this. I don't like this. I don't know. Uh-uh. This isn't for me. And it, whereas Sonia, like, I, yeah, it just comes off so much better. Like her delivery is so much better. And it just is like, it's just so frustrating to watch Ramona like time after time. And I mean, Luann wasn't quite on her best behavior either, but Ramona was like next level. The snowballs were really weird to me. I'm like, you're at a stranger's house. Like, yeah, get your shit together. I'm laughing because verbatim in my notes. Do you Mm want to know what I wrote? I was embarrassed watching that her behavior is so beyond. I don't even have words. Like I wrote that down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's extremely cringe. And I feel, I feel really bad for Ebony because she planned this thing. And especially because Leah can't be there. Leah obviously is horrified too. And, you know, Ramona, like can't even sit down to listen for 10 seconds of like why her behavior is yeah. troubling. So, so I laughed out loud twice though last night. Both happened to be Leah scenes <laughs> when she said that when Ramona was saying how she's Jew, she was I, I my jaw I can't look as I'm stuttering like I can't when she was like I went to school like I was discriminated because I was Christian and and Leah was like Jewish people didn't like you like she's like I'm sure nobody like every, liked you it's sure like nobody you. not just the Jews and so then when she said that Ramona's IQ was the size of a walnut. Or that she has like the IQ of a walnut. I don't know. I just thought that was so funny. Sorry, we're having like a legitimate roasting Ramona episode, but that's that's what that was. Okay, I will say one thing on a different note. It occurred to me when Leah couldn't come to Shabbat anymore, that would have freed up a spot for Bershon. <laughs> I know. Oh yeah, you're right. But I think she was like, just half using the reason. Half the reason Brashan wasn't invited was because of this. There wasn't enough like space in the room. Which, <laughs> like, by the way, well, looks like there was more than enough space at Archie's house if we even wanted to go. Like it was. Yeah, I don't know what kind of like regulations they were working with, but I mean, it just was rough. And we get it to be continued. I'm a little bit like, there's more. <laughs> like really? I know. So they. You know, I always laugh at the term to be continued because like it makes no sense because there's always an episode the next week. But when you leave off, I get I saw we're still at dinner. So I was like, oh, my gosh, like what else could possibly be said or done like at this dinner? But I told you last night, Jackie Hoffman and Dorinda was on Watch Happens Live. Dorinda looks so freaking good. She did look good. I didn't watch the episode, but I, I saw they looked good. And he obviously Jack- asked Jackie like how she felt about it. And Jackie right. was like, the blacks and the Jews, we take 10- 5,000 steps forward and 
Ramona brought us back 10,000 stuff. Like it was true. Like people watching were like, oh my God. And then you almost wonder like, what did Ramona couldn't possibly feel good about watching that episode? Like, no I way. I hope not. Like, I not don't know. Good, but I hope she felt like. No, no, no. I know what you mean. Like if she didn't feel embarrassed watching that right. episode, I'm that <laughs> concerns me. But also she's yeah. like in Aspen for a month right now, living her best life. So who knows if she's even paying attention. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's talk about Below Deck Med a little bit. This episode, I will say, after the last couple weeks of Lexi chaos, it was like a little bit of a come down, which was probably needed. Uh, yeah. um, there wasn't any like massive drama. Lexi kept her shit together Really, I thought better than I expected. Um, these yeah. charter guests, oh, oh Athena I, I was driving like me them. nuts. I, I really want to like them, and I feel like they're actually good people. Like they're not bad people, but like service wise, I was like, girlfriend, they're bringing the food. Like it's one thing to be like sitting and you're like, oh my god, it's been an hour. Why isn't food? Go-? Like you have to physically eat your food before they bring out the next course. Also, it, it was getting at annoying. That dinner, at that dinner when she said, oh, can I have a salad? And then like five minutes later in the middle of dinner service, five minutes later, she's like, can you check on the salad? It's like, he's making it. He didn't know 10 minutes ago that he had to make a salad. Like it's coming. And also that she asked to move her seat because it was all- just move your chair. Just move your chair. Like they set the whole tables up, whatever. And she's like, yeah, this is awkward. And they were like, like oh, okay. you want to move right now? Oh, okay, okay. Right. Like she Katie's made it more, holding glasses and stuff. And she's she like, okay. She made it way it. more awkward than it needed to be. I yeah. will say I I also wouldn't have been satisfied with those cakes. 
I mean, no, that's not that. I, like the, I don't the decorations, know what... the printed out decorations are one thing, but the cakes themselves were like limp and flat and so it's not when... nice looking. <laughs> so it's one thing when you make a box cake, you know, and you make it's two, like you make two and put them together, like, and then you put the yeah. frosting in them. That's like what they were, but they didn't put them together. Like, so there should have no, been he made like two oh. sheet cakes flat yeah, with like You're... one layer of frosting each. Like Matt, you're you're a little better than that. Like you're you can make a cake. I was cakes have always he, been cakes and nachos. Cakes have always been a problem. I was surprised he didn't try to order out the cake because they've done that on Below Deck before, where they've just ordered a cake. And I was surprised <laughs> he didn't, you know, because he doesn't like doing the crew lunch or the, you His know, job. the the breakfast or anything. So I was surprised he didn't try <laughs> and get that taken care of. He was almost doing such a good job because he was trying to earn like his spot back yeah. that he was like, well, I can't focus on the cake. Like I have, like he can't handle too much, which is fine, but not when you well, have I respect, to do that. Obviously, like everybody is human. Like there are limits, but like the problem is that the things he has issues with tend to be things that we've never heard other chefs complain about. Like the crew food has the crew food. I don't remember ever being an issue like that. So it's like, okay, like that's part of the job. Yeah. The only issue like in the past with crew food is that they, they will eat last. Like you, you'll get food, but it'll just be when like the guests are done. Like if I have time, but like you can't opt out of doing it. Like they have to eat. Right. Okay. So after the charter ends, Captain Sandy calls Matt up to the bridge and he thinks he's getting sent home. And then she tells him that he did such a good job on this charter and she loves to finish with the same crew that she started with. So he gets to stay for the rest of the charter season. I'm happy. I'm glad. I have mixed feelings because I want to know what happens now to poor chef Luca, who's been in quarantine this whole time. I hope he still gets like, paid to not work yeah. because it's like I just don't really understand like I think Sandy is one of those people where she can be so like wishy-washy when it comes to leadership decisions and you know like sometimes she's so strict and then with something like this it's like okay like the question never was whether he could cook like whether he could like physically make the food so why after like one day are you all of a sudden so confident when before you were like i can't have a chef that i don't trust i don't know i just feel like it's one of those sandy decisions where it's like really no i agree because that's why you have to think that a lot of these are personal and not professional decisions because (laughs) we've seen stuff in the past but also speaking of sandy real quick we have not one time seen Sandy pay attention to table decor this season. I feel like the second Hannah left that boat, Sandy forgot she ever cared about table decor and the amount of times that she got on Hannah about her like basic tables. I'm like, dear God, what is happening on Hannah for anything? But she, (laughs) Matthew was so funny when he walked back and like the camera, like the, the one that's like above you when you walk in the hallway and he was like, captain Sandy's giving me a third, a third try. Like it was just so like, not like not like, was it meant to be like shown, but it was, it was like, I hope he doesn't, I hope he learns from this, which I think he has all like allegedly already, but 
that he doesn't like continue to think that he can just get multiple chances in life, like doing things because it affects other people. But also the fact that when they went out that night and he like paid again, like for dinner, everyone was like, you don't need like, stop. That's like, it's weird. a little weird. It's yeah. I, I feel like that's one of those things where it's like, if you want to buy everyone a round of drinks, gladly. Great. Thank you so much. But like paying for the whole dinner, it's a little bit like, yeah, and he's done it already. <laughs> well, he did it for the drinks the first time, but at the same time, it's like when you, if you keep doing this, it's like now I do. I feel like I owe you something. Like I don't know. It was. I don't think the thing is like th- that time people were like, "You owe us." This time, I don't think anybody's really mad at him anymore. Like yeah. the crew seems to like him for the most part. So that's the thing I like about this crew, like this season in general. Although there has been like one-off drama, this crew it feels like a little family. A- Aside from Lexi, there really aren't big issues within the crew. And I think the biggest difference from most seasons that we've seen in the last few years is that there genuinely aren't any toxic men on this season, at least from what they've shown us so far. And it's like, okay, so like David has this crush on Malia and, you know, he makes it clear that he feels that way about her, but he's not like... He doesn't seem like skeezy about it. He's just like, look, these are my feelings. Do you feel the same? And she she politely declines and he seems okay about it. And I think that's the kind of thing where like in the past season, you might've seen like in a similar situation, the guy would have been like, oh, that, whatever. Like she's not that hot anyway. Like blah, blah, blah. Like basically being like, fuck that. Whereas, I don't know. Everybody on the boat just seems normal. And like when Lloyd has his emotional moment at the end of this episode about his like sexuality and how he's been treated in the past. Like it just felt like such an authentic, like kind, sweet moment. And like, it wasn't just like one person. It was like the whole crew, except like Lexi was a little awkward. Like everybody truly like wanted to lift him up in that moment. Yeah. Lexi's just always seeing what she can snack on. Like, in in the cupboards but Look, she's she, like what's happening in there i'm gonna like chill over here but i did understand when they handed her a shot and she was like i don't understand they like want me to loosen up and have fun but last week they were like never drink again and this week they're like sh- giving it to me so i think it's like no lexi taking one shot is okay and and not like going off the rails but um yeah well they were all saying too after lloyd got upset that it's this industry is still very old school. They're, they're making changes and it's just taking a little bit longer than usual. Mm -hmm. Like when she said to Z, she's like, don't worry Z on this, on, on the deck, you're, you're just green. Like that was so (laughs) sweet (laughs) Yeah, because it's, it's yeah. This industry is a little bit of um, a problem, but they're working through it. I guess. (laughs) Problem. It looks though. It looks next week like Lexi maybe isn't going to keep her shit together as well as it seems right now. I mean, she can only keep it together for so long. Are you kidding? I know. Me? Like she like, made it through a whole charter and a night out without any issues. <laughs> like something's coming. <laughs> she needs to breathe out eventually, and like it's gonna. I don't know who the, it's gonna be. The Satan is gonna come back out. <laughs> it's like Satan. We're ready for you again. Oh gosh, Lexi, Mr. Lexi. Satan. Come on in. <laughs> oh, like the what price a fun, is right. Satan, what a fun come on down. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun episode. Um uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you're going to a Shabbat dinner later this week, 
don't be an asshole. (laughs) Don't, don't be offensive toward multiple groups of marginalized people. If you can, if you can avoid it. (laughs) That's Um, all we ask. Thank you. That's, that's the only advice I can offer. Um, but th- thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Batches and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.